0: Hello, and welcome back to the double your business podcast. I'm your host Heather Borsma, certified life and business coach who's here to help you double your business without doubling your hours. On today's episode, we are talking about the difference between positive thoughts and powerful thoughts and how to cultivate powerful thoughts that will help you grow your six figure business and beyond. First of all, Welcome here, so glad that you're here. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Vancouver and I'm excited to be diving into this topic with you. I have touched on this before in a previous episode, but I wanna take a different approach today and focus in on two things. One, I wanna focus in on sharing some of my journey of the last almost four years of growing my business and the powerful thoughts that I have used to cultivate and grow the results I've created in my business, which is nearly half a million dollars. Isn't that crazy? I was adding it all up the other day and realized that I had made almost half a million dollars in the last four years. And if you would have told me four years ago, well, actually, it's been three and a half years. I didn't even start four years ago. If you would have told me when I started in September 2019 that in three and a half years from now, I would have created almost half a million dollars in revenue, I for sure would have not believed you. I would have laughed in your face. I would have been like, no, you must be mistaken. You must be getting my husband and I confused <laughs> because I had no idea what I was doing and I never set out to be an entrepreneur. It was not my goal or my intent, but the thoughts that have been fueling me, have also really helped me to continue to show up in a sustainable way, from heart and not hustle and learning how to create powerful thoughts and learning the difference between positive thoughts and powerful thoughts is one of the biggest reasons why I've been able to create the results that I've created and not just revenue. I've also had the opportunity to coach hundreds of women, put on dozens of workshops um, give back to my community financially and with my time. There's just been so much abundance that I've created in my life purely with the way that I think. So I'm going to share some of those thoughts with you. And then I'm also going to talk about how you can start to create powerful thoughts for your business as well. And the difference between positive thoughts and powerful thoughts and why powerful thoughts, are so powerful and why they are more effective at helping you create results in your business. First of all, I want to take it all the way back to when I first started my business in September 2019. And the thought that I had at the very beginning was this, what if I could make as much money coaching as I could going back to a full-time Teaching job, And this is where I started. We were at a place in our life where I hadn't been working in a way that had been bringing in any income. I'd been doing speaking and writing, but I wasn't making any income from that. Most of it was very philanthropic. I was doing it just because I wanted to serve and give back. Um, and my husband was bringing in the income for our family. And we were at a point where we had spent two years in California and money was tight. And I knew that it could be super helpful for me to go back to work in some capacity. And my son at the time, my youngest, was I think still only one years old. So I knew I didn't want to go back to a full-time teaching job. Um, but I also had this desire to start to work and bring in some income for the family. And at the time I had recently been introduced to coaching and had started becoming really interested in getting certified and all of that, but I hadn't even been certified yet at that point. And I thought, you know what, with the tools that I've learned, I had done one coaching course. And then I had also been learning from the life coach school podcast and books that I'd been reading. I was like, I think I could take what I've learned so far and start to help other people. And I just had that thought, like, what if, what if I could replace a teacher salary? And what if I could do it in half the time? And that thought created the feeling of curiosity in me. And curiosity is such a powerful emotion. I feel like I could do a whole podcast episode on the power of curiosity in your business and your life. Uh, I'm going to write that down. Maybe we'll do that soon in the future, but it created this curiosity and it just put me in this place where I was willing to try so many different things. I was willing to explore possibilities. I was willing to put myself out there and see what might come of it. And some of the actions that that thought motivated for me from that feeling of curiosity was I started reaching out to people who I had relationships with, who I thought might be my ideal client, and I started offering them free coaching sessions in exchange for sharing about their experience on social media. And from doing that, I got some of my most longstanding clients who then also referred so much business to me in the future. In fact, I want to just give a shout out on this episode to my friend, Jessica Jansen. She was one of the people that I offered free coaching to in exchange for her sharing about it. And then she became a one-on-one client. And now on Instagram, my biggest following is in Calgary. And I attest that to her. I'm like, I don't live in Calgary, I've never lived in Calgary. I think the only reason that I have such a big following in Calgary and so many clients from Calgary is because of Jess. And I can probably trace back like half of my clients to her being a champion and a cheerleader of me and my business. And the thought that motivated me to ever reach out to her in the first place was just this what if, what if it was possible to make at the time that would have been $60,000 what I could have made going back to a full-time teaching job, what if I could make $60,000? coaching people in half the time instead of working full time as a teacher. So, shout out to you Jess. Thank you so much. You're the best. That thought really fueled me through I'd say like the first 6 6 to 12 months of my business. And then I started coming up against this challenge of marketing. And even though I was trying so many different things. I was reaching out to influencers, I was posting on my stories. I was offering to do workshops or speaking. Like I was just doing everything that I could. I, I started working for another company who I saw was really killing it in the coaching space. Um, they were coaching different women than I was. So I offered to coach in their program. And then I started getting hundreds of hours of coaching just from coaching in their program and so much experience and really honed my skills. All of these things motivated just by the curiosity of the thought, what if? But then I started to come up against this challenge of marketing in my own business and creating a system that was sustainable, that I could be getting leads all the time, that I didn't have to be throwing so much spaghetti at the wall, but that I could start looking at what was working and turning it into a process that was repeatable, that I could double down on. And I came up against this whole myriad of thoughts about how I wasn't really an entrepreneur, how I really wasn't gifted at numbers, how I wasn't that great at marketing, how this was like really not my strength. And so I had a new opportunity to create another powerful thought. And the second powerful thought that really drove me from, let's say the 50 K mark to the hundred K mark was I'm learning to be a marketing expert. And when I talk to you about the anatomy of a powerful thought and how to start creating your own powerful thoughts, I'm going to share a little bit more about the phrase, I'm learning. But adding that to the beginning of the thought that I wanted to believe, I eventually wanted to believe I am a marketing expert, I am an art marketing genius, but I couldn't start there. It just felt too far off. And so I started thinking, I'm learning to be really good at marketing. I'm learning to be a marketing expert. And then that thought morphed into, I know who my people are, I know where to find them, and I know how to talk to them. And those two thoughts helped me create hundreds of thousands of dollars in my business. Those two thoughts helped me to put aside this previous belief that I had that I didn't know how to do it and that I wasn't good at it, and helped me to really step into a new level of confidence in my marketing. It really helped me also to start to look at the data, something that I had been avoiding in my business because I'd been thinking that I wasn't good at numbers and I wasn't good at analytics and all that sort of thing. I still struggle with those thoughts sometimes. But the thing about business is that it's all about the data. It's all about the numbers and not just the numbers of like how much money you're making. That is a great indicator to measure success in your business, partially. But the data of like whether or not something is landing with someone, whether or not what you're trying to set out to do strategically, whether or not it's actually working and how to make adjustments to make it more effective. I had been avoiding this part of my business entirely until I started thinking this thought that I was learning to be a marketing expert. And what I, what it motivated me to do was to start to track the numbers to actually try things and then instead of just getting a sense or a feel of like that worked or that didn't or that's landing or that's not landing to actually look at the numbers and say okay when i use this headline on my email i get this many opens but when i sent the same email with this headline i got this many opens like actually looking at the numbers if you're not looking at the numbers in your business You could save yourself so much emotional drama by actually starting to look at the numbers. And another way that this would come up was in tracking my revenue. So, something that I've always done since the very beginning is I've written down on a page in my journal what my revenue goal is for that month. And then throughout the month, tracked my sales so that it was always at the top of my mind. And not because all I care about is making money and all I care about is getting rich or something like that. No. But so that I could actually have the goal in front of me at all times. And I was able to measure the goal. And when I started to, you know, spiral into despair and think that things weren't working or I hadn't sold a package in a while or whatever, I would look at the numbers. And I can't tell you how many months I was so upset and so frustrated and saying to my husband, this isn't working. Nobody's signing up. And then I went and looked at how much I had sold that month and it had been thousands of dollars more than what I actually thought or felt that I had made. So that thought of like, I am learning to be a marketing expert really helped me to shift from just how I felt and defining how I was doing in my business by how I felt to starting to look at the actual data and make adjustments based on that data and start to create systems and processes again, based on that data. And I have a whole section in my master your business portion of the double your business process where I walk you through exactly how to do this, how to create a revenue goal, how to break it down monthly, how to understand what your conversion rate is, how to decide how many leads you need to be nurturing at any given time in order to meet the revenue goal you have based on your conversion rate. It's all math. It's all numbers. It doesn't actually have to be that complicated. And when we're willing to believe a thought like, I'm learning how to be good at marketing, or maybe for you, it's I'm learning how to read the numbers, I'm learning how to look at the data, I'm learning how to make this a process that is repeatable, that is sustainable. It's incredible what you come up with. The third thought I would give credit to helping me get from 100K to 200K was I started to think about how much the tools that I was teaching could change someone's life. These tools, will change someone's life. And I really started to focus in on the individual person that I was coaching and how I knew, and I was watching it happen before me, that if they learned Just these simple tools—they had become so simple and basic to me. But if they learned these simple tools, that it would transform every area of their life. Yes, they would start to see growth in their revenue, but they would also start to see their relationships improve. They would start to show up as a more powerful, authentic version of themselves. They would feel less like a victim and less like life was happening to them, and more empowered that they were creating the life and the business they actually wanted. And the more I thought about the difference that this could make in someone's life, the more motivated and inspired I was to keep showing up and to keep creating new ways of communicating and refining and honing down the process that I had. At this point, I shifted from a membership model where I was really offering general life coaching. So every month was like a different topic. So one month we're talking about relationships and the next month we were talking about money. And then, and I started to really hone in on who my person was that I wanted to help. And I realized a lot of women were coming to me, a lot of women who had big dreams and those big dreams often happened to be surrounding a business or a book or a nonprofit or some kind of project that they wanted to work on and create. And so I started to focus more on business coaching, not because, again, I feel like I'm a business expert, but because I could see that that was the felt need that they had. They they wanted to be able to get results in their business and to gain traction and momentum, but they wanted to do it from this heart-centered place. And so... The thought of that I could help them that the tools that I had could transform their life really motivated me on some very dark and frustrating days. My third year of business was probably the most challenging year so far. I had gone from, you know, that 60 or 50k mark to 100k and then I had gone to 200 and I think 20 in my second full year. And then in my third year, my goal initially was going to be 400. And as I was starting to refine the process and really hone in on who my person was, I realized that it was time to shift from the one-on-one coaching that I had been doing primarily along with the membership that was slowly growing to a program and and really start to slow down on the one-on-one just because it wasn't sustainable. I only had so many hours in the week that I could coach people one-on-one. So I was like, okay, I'm going to move away from one-on-one and I'm going to shift the Membership to a program, but now what that was requiring of me was to really create this simple process that I could present in this six-month program, and also to reach way more people. And so, I I was really motivated because I kept thinking about the impact I could have and the difference I could make. But it was hard; it was really challenging. There was, you know, I tried doing Facebook ads. I've I've done it now three times where the last time was the most successful. But to be honest, I had two experiences before that, that really felt like failures. And the whole reason I was doing it was because I was like motivated to reach more people and help change more lives. Um, and on those dark days, on those days where, you know, I ran out of budget for Facebook ads, I, I did a whole episode on that. Um, I just had, I didn't have enough runway and we were figuring it out, but we weren't figuring it out as fast as the money was going out. And so I had to call it and it, it felt like a failure, you know? And there's been other times where like I had this huge goal. Like I said, I wanted initially, I wanted to do 400 K and then I realized, okay, that's not going to happen because I'm not doing one-on-ones, which was a huge part of my income. So I ramped it back to like, 200, 210, 220, like I had done the year before, but just do it with the program instead of with one-on-ones and the membership. And in the end last year, I ended up making 130 K and that's amazing. Like when I step back and think about that, I'm like, that's incredible. Like, I can't believe I, I am able to do that, but I was so discouraged. I was so frustrated. I was like, I'm so far away from the goal that I initially set. And And coming back to that thought of the difference that I could make in someone's life and how powerful these tools were to transform someone's reality, both their business and their personal life, that was the thought that kept me going through a very challenging year. That was the thought that had me continuing to show up even when I wasn't seeing the growth that I wanted. That was the thought that, has helped me many times when I've looked at other people's businesses who are doing very similar things to me and seem to be growing so much faster and having so much more momentum than me. But that thought of you, really, thinking about you, whoever's listening to this, whoever is struggling to believe that that you can actually get momentum in your business, that you can take this idea that you have and turn it into a reality, and that you can create something sustainable, that you can create something that will actually help pay the bills for your family and not just pay the bills, but give you freedom and give you flexibility. That is what motivates me and drives me. That is the powerful thought. That I think on days when it's hard, that I think on days when I feel like I've failed, that I think when I have to pay large tax bills that I wasn't expecting or uh, when I have to do bookkeeping or when I have to go into that Facebook ads manager and look at all those numbers that make my brain feel like scrambled eggs. This is why powerful thoughts are so important, because if we don't have a deep connection to our why in our business, which is what powerful thoughts essentially are, then we're going to quit. We're going to give up. We're going to get bogged down, and we're going to stop showing up the way that we want to show up. So I wanted to spend the second half of this episode talking about how to create powerful thoughts, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to save that for next week because at the time and it's already been 20 minutes. So we're going to, we're going to pause this conversation here and we're going to pick it up next week. And I'm going to share some practical steps with you for how you can create powerful thoughts in your business, how to know the difference between a positive thought and a powerful thought and how to really start crafting thoughts that are going to motivate you to show up when it's hard when it's dark, when it's not going the way you expected. So quick review of the powerful thoughts I used. You are welcome to borrow them if they are helpful for you. The first one was, what if, what if I could create the revenue in my business in half the time that I could in my full-time teaching job? I love a thought that starts with what if, just imagining the possibility. And the second one for me was I'm learning. I'm learning how to become a marketing expert. That thing that you feel like you are so not good at, it doesn't come naturally, you're not gifted to do, instead of continuously telling yourself that story over and over again that you can't or that you're not good enough, what if you started with I'm learning? I'm learning this skill. And then the last one is how the that you are offering the service or the product that you are offering can change someone's life and it might feel insignificant but it's not because we all have challenges and problems and and things that we are looking to have solved through the products and services that we're interacting with in our life so for me really knowing these coaching tools can transform someone's entire life and using that to Motivate me to keep going on the hard days, on the dark days, on the frustrating days. One last thought to end with is this belief unlocks creativity. When we are able to create a powerful thought that we actually believe, even just a little bit, you don't have to believe it 100%. You can just believe it 1%, 10%, 20%. But when you're able to tap into that belief in what's possible, your brain will automatically start offering you creative ideas and solutions of how to get there. So many of us want to know the how first. We want to know the blueprint. We want to know the 10-step program. We want to know exactly how we're going to get to the goal. But the, f- the first step isn't the how. The first step is the belief in what you want being possible. And powerful thoughts are the way that we activate our belief so that we can unlock our creativity. I hope you found this helpful and I cannot wait to share more with you next week about how to create your own powerful thoughts. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart, less hustle message into the hands of more women. And if you want to take this work even deeper, come check out coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself. Check it out at heatherborsma.com. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart, less hustle message into the hands of more women. And if you want to take this work even deeper, come check out Life Launch. It's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself. Check it out at heatherborsma.com. We'll see you next week.